What's good? Welcome to First Dream Podcast presented by Bet River. I'm your host, Toothpick. On today's episode of First Dream Podcast, we will have Defenders head coach Reggie Bo- Barlow with us today. We'll have Bowie TV's own Seawall in the building today. The NBA draft lottery is going off. Doc Rivers gets fired. And the final four are set for the East and West Conference, West, the East and West Conference Championships of the NBA. We got a lot to get to. Y'all know what time it is. Let's go. Yeah. First stream podcast. Yeah. To Danny. Dre on the beat. You know. Yeah. What's your favorite squad? Tell me who you going with. You going First stream podcast. Yeah, we keep it lit. We got the latest updates. We don't pump fake. Like, come and share. We don't care. Feel free to hate. We got great guests. Join us. You should chime in. Houdini on the intro for the time being. Lady A. Representing Washington. Pick Washington. Everything Washington. Mo coming out of Dallas. Know the business. Said, them Georgia Bulldogs ain't quitting. Yeah. If you ain't watching sports, you ain't living. About to get my mattress mac on. About to pay the million. Pay the million. Let's talk about it. We all grown and cool. We can talk about it. Before we hit the news, we gon' talk about it. Oh, you wanna bet? Let's pop a bottle about it. Welcome back to First Street Podcast presented by Bet Rivers. Make sure you guys download the Bet Rivers app or go to www.betrivers.com. You must be 21 years or older to play. Like we said, we have a packed show. Let's get everybody in the building right now. Uh, we're going to start off with a guy who uh, went live yesterday from, uh, is it the new ballpark, the old ballpark, uh, where he watches Atlanta Braves do their thing. What's up, Say? How are you? What does that sound, Say? What does that mean? That's what the Rangers got to see a lot of yesterday. Home, home run. Run. Got you. All right. Lady A, how are you, ma'am? Hello. It seems like Sands being a little petty. Yeah, uh, say it. Just the Rangers. Say it, say it. The Atlanta Braces hit another home run. It was quite ridiculous yesterday. It was home run, home run, home run. Look at him. Look at him. Put that down. That's uh, pretty right there, Lady A. Yeah. Okay. I don't care about that. We got one of those two. Make sure they see it. All right, let's go. Hey, we got Coach Reggie Barlow in the building with us. How are you, Coach? Hey, Coach. Hey, how y'all doing? I'm doing well. Thanks for asking. All right. We, in fact, are uh, thankful to you for having us back. And also, we want to thank you for something else. We want to thank you for a tremendous season. Uh, You guys gave us a lot to uh, cheer for this this, uh, football season at the XFL. you, you you did the thing, and I can tell you right now, a lot of us wish that we could have traveled down to San Antonio to uh, give you guys a little bit more support, but we really do appreciate everything that you and the team did for us this, this year. Yeah, we appreciate you saying that. Uh, we were extremely proud of our players and our coaches. Uh, you know, it's hard to win 10 games in peewee football, high school, middle school, uh, pro ball. It is hard to win 10 games, and our guys did it week in and week out. Uh, it didn't end the way that we wanted to. Uh, the same for a lot of teams, right? But it uh, didn't end the way we wanted it to, but we're so proud of the guys and the way they competed and just the energy 
uh, that that group brought to uh, the D.C. area during uh, our XFL season. Yeah, it was a ton of uh, energy that you guys brought. And speaking of energy, let's let's turn this over to Lady A right now and see what uh what she has to say. Man, um, it's been a season. I had the privilege of being at all the home games and spending time with uh, yourself and some of the players on the field um, at events, side events, and things like that. And I do want to say that you guys always talk about the fans and how supportive we are. But at the same time, the fans, we're looking at you. Not only are you guys talented at what you were doing, but I've come in contact with, with pro athletes. And this group was definitely one of a kind. You guys were humble. Um, just, just a amazing group of guys that I just, Appreciate it. Uh oh, did we lose you, Coach? I think we just lost Coach. <laughs> oh, I'm here. Okay. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. I, I'm definitely. It, it's something to be proud of. Not just that you guys are so talented, but the fact that <clears throat> it's just literally a, a good group of people. So I, well, I appreciate that. Yeah, uh, and thank you um, for saying that. Our team one. They, these guys have been raised right by their parents, and obviously they've been in programs where they've done really well. Uh, as athletes and um, uh, so we're just happy for them and I you know as we as we've mentioned all season we played humble and kind by Tim McGraw before every meeting uh, that we had throughout the season and uh, that was really just to continue to trigger the mind of you know yes this is what we are we're having a lot of success but let's be humble let's be kind uh, let's continue to thank our fans let's continue to be great teammates for each other uh, care about each other and uh, of course they did that all season. Humble and Kind by Tim McGraw. I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to listen to that as soon as this podcast is over. Uh, I'm not playing. I'm, I'm really going to listen to that. I, uh, that's that's going on the playlist. I like that. I really do. Coach, I got to ask you this. So one of your goals for this was to uh, get your guys seen by the next level of the NFL. And I'm sitting here scouring. Uh, can you tell us uh, you got any good news for us for some of the guys that, that may get a look or some training camp, things like that, or is that being broke by the XFL? Yeah, well, the XFL obviously will break it. I do know uh, there's been one kid on our team that that they've put out there already, and that's uh, our punter, uh, Danny uh, Whalen. Uh, uh, Whalen, I'm sorry, who, who's an outstanding punter, deserves to be in the NFL. Um, I'm sure there will be some other guys. I know there's been a good bit of guys in the XFL um, that are getting an opportunity. And uh, we feel like we have some guys that deserve that as well. And uh, we'll let the process uh, take care of itself. And uh, hopefully some of our guys get that opportunity. Uh, and then if not, we'll take all of them back if they don't go play in the NFL. We've made that perfectly clear to them. All right. I'm happy. <laughs> I'm happy. I wish we can take all of them back, but I understand completely. I think the play was really, really good this year for uh, for the XFL. And then there's something else that I saw. Um, I think it was one of the Arlington players. Um, one of the Arlington players, he, he was an undrafted free agent, and he came and played in uh, for, for Arlington. Do you see this as, well, not as another path to the NFL, but instead of entering your name after your four years of eligibility or up at the NFL, instead of entering your name in the draft, that you could get some actual quality tape out there for the NFL, this this does sort of make another path for them. And wh what do you think about that as a, a way to make it to the NFL instead of going 
to you know the CFL or having to grind it out overseas or something like that. Yeah, I love that idea. Honestly, I really do. Uh, but it's going to take those young men that are coming out to understand if they haven't gotten uh, invites to the uh, all-star games, the invites to the combine, um, if they hadn't been heavily scouted by NFL scouts, then they should make that decision. Like, well, uh, here's an opportunity. I'll go and play in the XFL. I'll get more film. I'll get more experience. I'll develop more. And then they'll still have, they'll have pro film uh, instead of waiting around and then it not happening for them. But we know the ultimate goal is for these young men to go and play in the NFL. And we don't take that for granted. We want that for them as well. But um, if they aren't, if they don't feel like they're going to get signed or drafted or whatever, uh, the XFL is uh, another really good avenue. I think you guys seen that this year. Football yeah. brand was good. Um, every game was, you know, close, less than four points or something like that. So uh, just a good brand of football uh, opportunity to develop people. And the XFL is like, it's so necessary, right? There's no reason why all of our great football players that leave college should have to leave the States to go play football. When we have all these arenas and all this talent here in, in, in in America where um, they can play in the league, like the XFL uh, and particularly, or, you know, some other league, but definitely love having them here playing. Uh, in the XFL, the energy was great all year, uh, and we're looking forward to our next opportunity. All right. So now, Coach, we got to get to the business, okay? So Saturday night didn't go as planned. Um, I, I got to say one thing that I, I, I truly um, – I'm amazed by every time you're on camera is how poised you are. And for the first time, your team – well, not the first time, but your, your team faced uh, some adversity and continued to fight back in the game versus Arlington in the championship game at the half, you guys are down and you guys came back out and fought. Can you just explain to us how this game got away from the defender so fast? Well, we command Arlington, right? They had something to do with that. Um, we decided to kick off to them. Uh, their quarterback has been playing lights out the Perez young man. Um, and they took it to us the first quarter, uh, the first drive, they drove it right down on us and scored. Uh, we got the ball and we went three and out. They got the ball again and scored. Um, but uh, they had a good game plan. They played well. Um, our guys, like you said, I commend our guys. We did stay in the fight. But there again, uh, no matter how good you are as a team, uh, a few things that you can't do. You can't turn the ball over, right? And we right. unfortunately had, you know, three turnovers, I think, uh, INTs, uh, which hurt us, right? There was one where we were going in for a touchdown. And uh, that, I mean, Tamu makes that throw all the time. It's just, you know, he was falling back or whatever and, and, and didn't get enough on it. Um, but we love him. He's our guy. Uh, we're pulling for him. And uh, so the turnovers and then one of the biggest swings were after we scored a touchdown and we got a two-point uh, conversion, um, you know, we got a personal foul. And yep. that, you know, that, man, that, that hurt us because now we had to go and kick from uh, 15 yards from where we normally would have kicked, which we were on the 15-yard line or so, trying to kick it to the other end and get inside the 20. So, I mean, that hurt us. Uh, and then <laughs> right before the half after we had scored, we kicked the ball out of bounds. And yeah. now they get it on the positive 45 with 30 yep. seconds left. And that, so all of those things right there are things, right, that we talk about all the time as a team. And not that the guys do it on purpose, right? But 
the human element seems to take place. And that's the thing that you always got to coach against is the human element. Uh, you got to coach against guys. And you don't want to say being selfish, but you want to coach in those tough, heated moments, man. You know, under stress and pressure, the most rehearsed action will arise. So don't throw the ball or don't hit a guy or don't do any of that stuff. And uh, we talk about that because we know um, what that can do to your team. But uh, unfortunately, we didn't do all those things. Um, I'm still extremely proud of our guys. We, we had some players that made all XFL team, uh, guys that had some really outstanding seasons, some outstanding plays. It was a fun team to be a part of. And uh, we're hoping we get all these guys back, all right, uh, if they don't go to the NFL. So, uh, But that's what happened on Saturday. Uh, Saturday, and Hey, Arlington, man, they, Bob Stoops, man, hell of a coach. And the guys just came out and they played. Well, uh, our guy here, uh, John, says, he says, uh, glad the defenders brought the championship football back to D.C. Fantastic job achievements uh, by Coach Reggie Barlow's staff and developing these young men. Great job, Coach. This is a uh, great job. Yeah. I got a question. It's like a two questions. Uh, as as we watched the game, we actually went to a game earlier in the year to watch all the Renegades play. And one thing we noticed was excuse me, the quarterback position. Now the guy they traded for was not on the on the field when we watched him play. Nope. How did that change your defensive plan? Seeing him come out there and actually open up that offense and be able to hit those those skinny posts and lanes and slants. Well, the thing about that is he didn't play for Arlington the first time we played him. I don't think right. I can't remember. He didn't. But um, nope. but but that was like our fourth time playing against that guy because he, he started for Vegas. Yep. Uh, so we, we had seen him. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. <clears throat> yeah. We lost you for a second, Coach. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Yeah. This phone, I, I had my alarm clock set so I could make sure I don't miss you guys, but now it's going crazy. So um, <laughs> yeah, we had played against that guy a few times. And, um, you know, obviously he's a, he's a really good quarterback and he's a more so a, a better leader. All right, he's a good leader, and I mean they had a good game plan for us, and we made some mistakes and didn't get things done. So uh, it wasn't a big change for us because we, you know, we knew like he's not your runner type quarterback, right? But he's extremely good with throwing the ball. Now he did get a nice run on us with the draw. So yeah, uh, the quarterback draw. Yeah, yeah. So he did his thing, man. And I commend him and uh, the way he played, and uh, kudos to that team for. Uh, for 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 their success in that game. And my my second question is, uh, tell me about the hashtag you got on your shirt. Uh, the Cliff Note version, the hashtag dash. This this is like who we are. This is who we live by. This is what we live by. Uh, we believe that there's five core characteristics in life uh, that will give you an opportunity to be successful uh, in anything and everything. That's team. That's football, baseball. That's life. That's budgeting. That's uh, weight loss all of that stuff and the d is for discipline and that's the foundation doing what you're supposed to do how you're supposed to do it uh when no one's watching uh the a is for attitude right having a positive and conquering attitude because there will be another a at some point and that's adversity how will you handle it will you be able to get through it right uh the s is for sacrifice each of us needs all of us it's not about one individual person right we all have to sacrifice for the sake of our kids our parents 
our cousins, our job, all type of stuff, our neighborhood. So, and then the first H is for habits. Like we all say what we want to be, but what does your habits say, right? You can't go and raise your hand and say when on three and your habits don't say when, if you haven't been practicing and putting in the work. And then the last H, man, it's uh, what's your heart like? Do you care about people? Are you a good person? Are you a good teammate? Um, what's your heart like? So we live the dash. Uh, it is our acronym that we live by. We make it part of our fiber. We talk about it to our team. Uh, we wear shirts to show it, and we just do all of that, and we, we live by it. Nice. Nice pickup, Sid. Nice pickup, Sid. Thank you for sharing that part with us, too, Coach. It's a lot of things that happen behind the scenes that we don't know, but you wearing that shirt just, just got us really inside the locker room of the D.C. Defenders, and we appreciate that for real. Um. Coach, so you said uh, if some of these guys don't don't go to the NFL and they make it back um, to you, you go, you want them all back. So that makes the competition for next year even tougher because you've really got to step it up to make the team next year. Because I'm sure you guys are going to bring in some more new, fresher, younger talent that's just as hungry as the guys from the team last year. How excited are you about that opportunity and having guys come back and have to fight to stay on the team? Yeah, that would be awesome. I mean, obviously. He's- we just started from a blank sheet of paper last time when we started this and we didn't have, we didn't have our guys. Right. So, um, now it's, you got a group of guys that's coming back and then you're able to sprinkle in uh, pieces of guys that, uh, you may say, Hey, we need some more old linemen or bigger D D tackle or something like that. So we'll be able to sprinkle those guys in. Um, obviously we're looking forward to the process of evaluating, new players as well as our old players and uh adding guys into our team uh as we see needed yeah yeah it's not too it's not too many holes um i mean the other thing now we talked about the players now we'd like to talk about the coaches um you know the ultimate goal like we say always is to nf is the nfl and championships and things like that all right so coaches they have an opportunity to get better as well um and how proud are you of your coaching staff for what they've accomplished and which one of these guys should we look out for in the future as getting that opportunity to be a a coach in the nfl whether it be position coordinator head coach well hopefully you're talking to one i mean right right but um you know, the head coaching award that I got as a head coach, that's because of our assistant coaches, right? They just named me that. But you don't win that award if you don't have the assistant coaches that we have. Fred Kais, our offensive coordinator, you know, people was like, who is this guy? Where they, where they come from? But I know Kais' history. I worked with him in the past. He's worked with him. And I work together. And I know all he does is score points. And at the end of this season, the D.C. defenders, I think, were – and the tops in scoring, right? Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And of course, Shannon Harris, our quarterback coach, does a great job. Greg Williams, everybody knows him. Everybody knows what Greg stands for and who he is and how he operates and how he runs his defense. He's been a Super Bowl winner. He's been to Super Bowls. He's been a head coach. Uh, and of course, he managed and he's the head coach over our defensive guys and our defensive players. And uh, Vernon Dean, who's a, long, a legend of the DC uh, yep. Commanders. Um, back in the day and you know we got some other guys jeremy watkins is coach our d-line jamie sharper who you know played in the nfl so our coaches they deserve an opportunity to go all right they've shown that they can uh, scout and bring the right guys 
and then they've also shown that they can um they can develop talent and they can coach it up man got great communication skills these guys are organized um and they know how to lead men and they've shown that so we want all of them to have those type opportunities man and whatever we can do to help them uh we're definitely gonna do it yeah lady a so speaking of the coaches um obviously we've seen this year we've seen a lot of awards and in recognition um i've also seen uh the coaching staff received that same recognition so congratulations to you for xfl coach of the year um you have um all xfl offense like the entire, I mean, the whole team seems to have gotten that recognition. Um, but particularly, I'm watching the buzz and everything about the offense. What can you say um, to everyone in reference to building that offense? Like, what did it take to build such an amazing offense? Yeah, well, when we got this job as the head coach, the first position that I looked at and thought about was the quarterback position. And Tamu was a guy, and Eric King was a guy. And I said, if we can get one of them, we'll be really good. If we get both of them, look out. And it started with those guys, Fun Hutchins, our director of player personnel, who is another guy that deserves an opportunity to be a GM or manager on a team uh, in the NFL. Uh, he, he, he oversaw this entire draft period, evaluating these players. Uh, our coaches followed his lead. We watched a lot of film. We knew what type of guys we wanted on offense to fit our system that we run. And we found those guys, man. The old linemen that we got, I think two of them end up being all, all XFL. Uh, the receivers, the running back, we drafted him first round. We know in order to win games, man, uh, you got to be able to run the ball. And drafting him first showed that that's who we we're going to be. We led the league in rushing. Uh, that's what we're about. Our offensive line don't get enough credit. Um, but those guys did an amazing job blocking for him and protecting Tamu this season. And then our receivers, Lucky Jackson, Chris Blair, yeah. Josh Hammond, uh, those guys showed up every game, man, and just made plays for us. And uh, that's what it's about. Uh, we love those guys, man. The offense did really well, and uh, we're looking for more of that. Perfect. Yeah. Say it. No, <laughs> oh, excuse me. Um, actually, pick. He actually took my question, which was about the coaches in the league. Um, because <clears throat> I think we need more diversity, um, within the league, uh, coaching wise, uh, giving giving more chances. Um, <clears throat> we understand. We understand. We understand. Oh, we lost them. Oh, there you go. Oh, You're right. Oh, he's right there. Hopefully it won't go off no more if we only do it 30 minutes. Oh, that's, that's cool. Uh, we, we understand your offensive philosophy is run first, which 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 I like. Um defensively with Greg Williams, what what do you like to see defensively first? You know. Uh, do you want the pressure up front, or do you want the man-to-man by the corners, or you want linebackers to fill? What What would you like to see on defensive first? I mean, obviously, you got gap control, gap integrity, right? Making sure every gap is accounted for uh, when the ball is snapped. 
Uh, obviously, we want to be extremely combative and aggressive at the line of scrimmage and at the point of attack with our D-line guys and our DNs. Uh, and then our linebackers, right, filling gaps, man, being able to scrape and run to the ball and get the ball down. And coverage-wise, uh, we're going to ask our secondary to do a lot of stuff. We're going to ask them to play bunk and run. We're going to ask them to play zone. Uh, we're going to play fire zones. I mean, Greg does a lot of stuff on defense. So uh, there's a lot of creativity there uh, in terms of what we do on defense. But uh, we use this thing, man. It's 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 um, it's – we want our defense to be wider than the widest, deeper than the deepest. And if the ball wiggles in front of you, we want you to knock the out of it. So, yeah. <laughs> I like it. I've heard that before, Coach. I've heard that before. Uh, Go Caps here says, uh, Coach, make DC a winner next year. Mm-hmm. So we, we really appreciate that. Um, Coach, we, we thank you again for joining the First Green Podcast. Anytime you feel like you're ready to come on, just let Lady A know, and uh, we got you. You got open doors with us, Coach. We really appreciate uh, everything that you've done for us this year. Uh, yeah. Beer snake, beer snakes, uh, lemons raining down in the field, all the excitement <laughs> that the players brought. You know, all we want is a winner, and, and we are so ready for it. I do have to ask you one more question before we let you go. All right, Coach. So, of course, you know the Commanders uh, will have new ownership this year. If you had anything to tell the new owners and base, what would it be? To tell the new owners or the fan base? The new the new owners. I mean, about like, the hey, fan base. About, about the fan base. Oh, yeah. The, to the new owners, uh, I think it's Mr. Harris is a new owner for uh, the Commanders alone, other people. But, oh, yeah, get ready for – a group of people who are extremely passionate about their football uh, in that area, the, the DMV, the DC area, they love and support uh, their team. And they've done it now. They've done it for an extremely long time, regardless of what it looked like from a record standpoint, but uh, there's no more passion uh, than the fans that you'll have in DC. So uh, Mr. Harris enjoyed the ride and uh, you picked the right team to, to go out there because these fans are amazing. All right, Coach, thank you so much. We appreciate your time again. And like I said, you have an open door. Whenever you need to be heard, First Green <laughs> Podcast is where you need to come, sir. Hey, I, I appreciate y'all. Sorry for the interruptions, man. I'm not all that techie stuff. So, uh, <laughs> But I, I appreciate y'all. And, uh, man, y'all uh, continue to tell our story. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having us on. Yes, yeah, no sir. Problem. Thank you. Thank you. All right. Thank you. All right. Yep. That was Say it always jumping in the big box. That was Coach Reggie Barlow, DC Defenders. Uh <laughs> for the for the for the head coach for the DC Defenders. And uh, oh, oh yeah, we look forward to uh hearing some 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 <coughs> defenders players getting invites to some training camps and things like that. So keep watching your Twitters, your um Instagrams and everything like that, and watching the DC Defenders uh PA announcements as well. Um, yeah, they did a great job. Listen, you you all know that the uh, the lottery mm-hmm. has taken place. You all know that uh, San Antonio has the first pick in the in, uh, in up and coming NBA draft. Victor Wimbenyani is presumed to be the number one uh, player picked here. The Wizards have the eighth pick. Mm-hmm. Atlanta Hawks. I, I don't know what you upset about right now, but I know the Dallas Mavericks have attempted. You know, this is the second time uh, a distinguished player has fallen to the Spurs. 
Uh, yeah, Tim Duncan. Uh, th- my, th- there you go. You just answered. There you go. We, we we need one of them to fall to the house, player. Listen, that's what I'm. That's, that's why I throw my hand up. Listen, I'm 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 gonna let you in a little secret, okay? Hold on. I'm gonna let you in a little secret. I say something crazy. The Wizards, whenever there is a a generational talent, the Wizards will never pick first. But when there's <laughs> a down draft, and 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 I'm not shooting now. I'm not shooting at Kwame because Kwame will shoot back. He will. He'll come back and air first ring out. I know he will. He'll he'll clap back. Let me let me say this in reference to Kwame. There was one particular person that really, really wanted him. No matter where he fell, no matter where he fell in the draft, there was one particular person that really wanted him. So you can't even that's not the same conversation. Well, okay, but listen, this is what it is. Is when LeBron James was was up, uh, where did the Wizards pick at? Right? When I think, I mean, we weren't there to get LeBron, Carmelo, Chris Paul. None of them. We were not there. But you, you let it be a down draft, and guess who's picking first? So let me ask. We you. had the opportunity to get Chris Paul. Ooh. We That's had the opportunity to get Chris Paul. We didn't even have. We didn't have that opportunity. We didn't have an opportunity. They they went to some dude. They went to some dude overseas <laughs> who lasts about three years in the league. They had to, hey, that's listen. So, y'all had the opportunity. Y'all, uh, y'all had the opportunity to pass on them. We didn't have the opportunity to pass on them. Wait, I'm gonna, give you, no I'm gonna give you one more. No how, about, how about Kawhi Leonard? He went right, right before the Wizards choke. Yeah, he went right before so the Wizards. Have the option. So, right. but, so let me ask you a question. And number eight, what do you think? What do you think that's gonna leave us? Um, I'm gonna have to talk to my people. Oh, about okay. the draft, I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to talk to uh, I'm gonna have to get all my people in the huddle. Oh, no, talk about it. Yeah, Drew, Ron, Leno, mm-hmm. Bobo, we all gonna huddle up and we're gonna figure out, figure this out. We we yeah. all gonna have us, it's gonna be a group, a group uh, decision, right? So, Drew, you in here, Ron, you in here, Bo, I see you in here, right? So, all of us, we're gonna, we gonna get together, we're gonna have a meeting, and we're gonna figure that out at eight, right? We're gonna run the scenarios. We're gonna run the scenarios on who the wizard should pick and the and they won't. <laughs> what? They, they won't. Won't. they won't. They won't. We we gonna run it. We I mean, because okay, listen, so both which one is it? Is it that we don't have the opportunity or we don't pick the right people? What, what uh, it's a little it's a little bit of both. Mm. It's a little bit of both. Like yeah. and, and then sometimes, you know, like our, our pick this year, um, Davis, you know, he wound up, you know, looking like a G Leaguer. It might be some development. It might be some coaching things and stuff like that can that can improve them. Or maybe it's just scouting. Maybe we we got the wrong scouts. But like I said, we'll we'll get together because I already know Bo's gonna want somebody to shoot threes. Bo's like, give me a spot up shooter. Right? I mean, in this day and age, when it comes, yeah. you look at the NBA, you do need a shooter, like you do. So that that's not too far. Yeah, and, and Ron, Ron's going. Ron's going. Ron's going want. Ron's going want a, a, a three that can that can that can. Handle the ball. That's what that's what Ron's going. Give me a three that can handle the ball. But you mm-hmm. know that that's why we that's why we went and got Rui. You know, but but we you know, also but we, we, need, we need a big man that can actually. Move, oh, okay. Yeah, ants on ants on assignment. Ants at the Rangers Braves game. He's on daddy assignment right now. So no ant tonight. Ants on. He's on daddy. Daddy daughter time. 
I thought you were about to say daddy daycare. I'm about to say no. Nah, he's on daddy. He's on daddy daughter time. Mm-hmm. Right. So and then and then uh uh Drew 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 likes he he wants a big man that can run the floor. So if we had yeah. the number one pick, like you know. <laughs> Oh, John, what are you doing, John? Let's put this up here. Let's put him on black. (laughs) So, so you purchased like right before, and I'm gonna need you to buy any DC like you can buy on the off season, but you can't buy during the season. Not right before, no, not not right before the season, John. No, not right before the championship game. You got to get the plastic in my in my closet in there. Brand new head, everything. You can't. Hey, hey, you can't even wear it before can't the game. Even wear it, you got to stay. It's it's caught. If you didn't have it on during the game, before the games that they, they won, you can't wear it. Yeah, you got to only buy stuff in the <laughs> off season. Yeah. What yeah. Is going on? I knew I should have waited. I knew it. Yeah. Look. <laughs> um, we will be joined here in a little bit by uh Seawall. She is uh, our commander's insider. Uh, I showed up Friday night. <laughs> so I, showed, I showed up Friday night. Got the limit. Friday night, and then we lost on Saturday. John, never again. Nope. Never. So, uh, again. No so Seawall will be joining us here, and we'll be talking um, commanders. We'll talk some NBA with her as well. And we, I'm going to sneak some baseball in. I'm going to let y'all know that right now. I'm going to sneak some baseball in there. Okay. I got a question for you guys. All right. This is it, it may be a long question. We may have to come back to it. Okay. John ja Morant. John ja Morant uh was on Instagram live in the club. Okay. You can find me in the club, follow foot, and he showed he flashed a gun and he was uh subsequent subsequently suspended and I this, this was counseling. The in the car. He was in the car this, this Saturday. Yep. That's yeah, it's Instagram Live. Mm-hmm. Uh, his yeah. friends on Instagram Live, and Jaws in the background, and the young man shows a gun. His friend tried to cut it off really quickly, but it was too late. Um, people are blaming the friend. <coughs> nah, not this. I, I don't, not I don't get it. No. I don't get he, it. He knew he was on live. Yep. So, so my question to you guys is this: Is uh, is John Morant's future in jeopardy? And how? If so, how bad? All right. Uh, Say it. I'm gonna let you think about it. Lady A, you ready? Yeah, you know I'm ready. Um, because we talked about it before, and the fact that we have to keep bringing this back up is a problem for me. Um, like we said before, you are he's his own downfall. Right. And does he hang around the wrong people? Yes, probably so. But in this case, it was nobody but him. Right. And you're right, John. He does not want to be great. He I don't want to be great. <laughs> he does not. He really doesn't. And I feel like it. And I talked, I touched a little bit on this before when I said you have to look at where he comes from what he who he was raised by and you look at his surroundings 
that friend that he was with at least had the sense to try to, you know, like do something really quickly, but it was already too late. But he is truly becoming a product of his environment. And I'm, I'm going to be the first to say that is a choice. He has chosen not to do the opposite of what his friends, his family or whoever. It's, it's really sad because when you're talented and you're provided these opportunities, you have to do better. You have to All do right. Listen, we got Seawall with us right now. She, uh, we're bringing in uh, Bowie TV's own Seawall. Uh, Hello, ma'am. How are you? I'm good. How's everybody doing? We doing great. Good. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna switch me and say it real fast. I'm gonna switch said and Lady A, and then I'm gonna switch me and you, and you go to the big screen. All right. Big screen. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. So listen. Um, let's start off with the big news that dropped Friday, late in the day, about four fifteen. Uh. The Washington Commanders and Daniel Snyder, Tanya Snyder, have entered into a an agreement with the Josh Harris Group. All right. So the uh, are you ready to go to Minnesota? <laughs> oh no! For, for the not, owners' meetings. My my birthday is my birthday is coming up, so I'm definitely I'm like, hey, listen, I'll just have to know from a distance. <laughs> well, happy birthday to you right now. It's birthday season, so I'm like, right. So finally, she'll be able to uh, go into the club. She'll get her 21 year old <laughs> license. She get that face that 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 sideways license. There we go. Oh, no. Right. <laughs> so, so um, I mean, we we all know it's going to be a rush, but um, wow. What were your thoughts on hearing this? Finally, that uh, the commanders and the the rail group uh, will be transitioning. I mean, it was about time. I mean, this is something that I know I knew about for a while, right? Like it was, it was strange, and you know, I'm and I'm I was learning, you know, things as time goes on, just of how things happen in real life and translates to was public knowledge and all the things that that kind of transpire. While there were still, I guess, other uh, potential owners in the running, um, you know, I had found found out probably as soon as the, the league year had turned over that the Snyders were going to go with the Harris group. Right. Um, so I was more so anticipating a lot more being shared at the owners meetings in Phoenix. Um, and, and it just was dragging on. Right. So it was kind of like, let's really see what happens because it wasn't public knowledge, you know, it was supposed to be like a, you know, non-exclusive agreement and all of that. Then if you really notice and, and take a look at the timeline, you know, the finance committee has questions about, you know, some of the details and then voila, here comes this exclusive agreement between the Snyders and the Josh Harris group. Because at that point, I'm sure they were like, hey, listen, what we got to do to lock this in? Because... If anything happens going forward, like if the owners aren't going to vote or if there's still other issues, and it is going to make the NFL look like they're the bad guy. Mm -hmm. Right. Because they they got an agreement and folks are ready to, to, to yeah. roll, turn this thing over. Yeah. Um, and so, hey, I mean, hey, you can't even say um, that's what, a $5 billion profit? Riders, right, because they bought the team for $800 million. $800 million. Mm -hmm. $6 billion, I mean... Hmm. That's a nice profit. 
Mm-hmm. Huge profit. Huge profit. And the Josh Harris group is ready to go. You buy something for that much, you don't want anybody to tell you that you can't have it. So, um, so real quick, my- Bay Sox, at Bowie Bay Sox Stadium, for those who are in the area, they're having a, you know, they're going to have a party on Thursday. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, hey, well, wait, 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 wait. the details. Go ahead, give the details. I love this. I heard this, too. I, I love yeah, it. They, I mean, they're having a party. Um, oh. It was very early in the morning when I got the information. And so I was like, what? It's okay. Just go with your commander's gear on or whatever gear that you have. Go in. You go. They got. They're going to have cake. They're going to have all kinds of stuff on Thursday. Uh-huh. Bowie Bay Sox Stadium in Bowie, Maryland. Mm-hmm. If your name is Josh or Harris, yep, you get yep. it free. Yep, if your name is Josh or Harris. <laughs> if your name is Josh or Harris, you get it free. If you wear your commander's gear, like you, yeah. Yeah, so it's it, it is a great promotion. Like that tells you how excited that people how excited people are. Uh Coach Barlow just we asked Coach Barlow, we had him on, and uh we asked Coach Barlow, what would you tell the Harris group? about the fan base and he says oh you guys better get ready because this fan base is passionate and they ready to roll we're gonna have ant cut that up and make it a short for us real fast um because he's off today so he has uh he's on daddy duty so uh our next thing is the rookie mini camp yes uh so you were behind the fence Mm -hmm. let us know it was it was it was a good day now let me be careful to set expectations, right? Because it was the first day of rookie mini camp. They spent the morning in meetings. And so we were getting our first look at all of the rookies. Um, Not necessarily any stats per se. I mean, and I see the question here. That's why I was addressing the uh, the question around the undrafted free agent from Bowie State. I'm assuming you're talking mm-hmm. about Joshua Pryor, yeah. um, defensive end, because there were actually two other uh, tryout players there from Bowie State as well. Mm-hmm. But I mean, of course, you know they're they're not in pads. You cannot tackle. So what ends up being kind of the show, if you would, if you will. It's not so much with the defensive ends and, the, and those at- interior, like the linemen. It's hard to see in camps with no with pad, with not pads on and you can't tackle and doing all that. What yeah. you end up watching are, of course, the quarterbacks, right, and the receivers and the defensive backs that you end up really paying attention to because it's really all you can do because nobody's tackling, mm-hmm. right? And so I had talked a bit about this, I know, on, on my Facebook um mechanism a lot more than you know Twitter and I shared this on Instagram that Hampton University, another HBCU had two players there. Um Ali Shockley was there, a linebacker, and Jada Kiss Bonds mm-hmm. um also was there. A first off his name's Jada Kiss. We, we for, love him. Yep. <laughs> from Hampton University. And and they Jada Kiss was excellent. Excellent. Good. Um And I'm not just saying it because he went to my school. I'm being real. I'm like, wait a minute. And it was the thing, right? Because folks were looking around like, didn't you go to, did you go to Howard or Hampton? Wait, I went to Hampton, please. You know, all love the all HBCUs. But from a historically black college and university perspective, it was a very proud moment for myself as well as others because he, you know, he rocked out for, for certain, um, the defensive backs, of course, Emmanuel Forbes got a pick. Um, yep. 
And so that was nice. I would also like to say uh, DJ Galat or Galat from Bowie State also. Mm-hmm. In my opinion, he outperformed the Fordham quarterback a little bit. Um, DJ was hitting everybody. And mm-hmm. DJ's there from a tryout perspective. Um, so it it was it was good. Let me get my roster because now I got notes. Like oh, I got notes. Let's go. We love <laughs> notes. Questions. Because let me tell you something. I mean, somebody's asking me a question about the tryout, the tight end. There From, is uh, Illinois, a, Luke something. a Luke. tight end. Are you talking about Luke Ford? I actually liked all of the tight ends, but let me tell you. Oh no, that's 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 a tackle. I want to get to the tackle first. Drew Himmelman, um, tackle from Illinois State, like 6'10", 315, offensive lineman. Mm. Sounds like a wall. Right. We need that one. We need him. Wow. And he moves really fast. Um, He's (laughs) a drafted free agent, so keep keep, keep that name. I I hope he stays because, yeah. there was another no Luke Ford. You're right from Illinois. He yep he, he was wearing 88 on Friday, and he's another he's humongous as well. He's six six two sixty five. Um, he did a good job. Okay, the, 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 tight, right. ends, the tight ends did well. Actually, I'm sitting here looking at my notes, so I'm looking in real time at my roster here uh, All right. <laughs> because it was a lot of names. So um, I. I have a question about the uh, the undrafted free agent wide receiver out of UCLA. Oh yeah, yeah. Everyone seemed to be excited about him uh, as far as kick return, punt returns, and things like that. Uh, was he working those uh, those specialties, or was he more so working as a wide receiver? Uh, both, but they did only the specialties early on. Okay. Uh, but I want here's here's a, a key takeaway that I think is very important for everyone to know. I think the key takeaway is it is obvious the team knows that Dax Milne is not it. I'm glad. Mm-hmm. So, you know, keep in mind Marcus Kemp that was picked up from Kansas City, wide receiver from Kansas City, yep. that also did some special teams work for, Can- yep. for the Chiefs. Um, Kaz Allen. Um, I want to say I could have sworn Emmanuel was back there at first because I was looking like, <laughs> going on but i mean that's not unheard of you know a defensive back you know also operating as a, as a kick return punt return i mean Derek green used to do it so right. i loved it when he stepped back there yeah exactly. exactly that's when you knew the party was on when he went back there so um yeah so far so good i have not heard anything else come out of camp that's alarming Right, because media was not allowed to go to the you know for the rest of the week. Some veterans were slated to be there yesterday. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. so I am kind of anxious to see how that went. Um, but nothing put it like this. I'll say this no news is good news. Yes. No news is good news. Our second round draft pick Martin was held out. He had an excused absence. Okay. From Coach Rivera for family and personal reasons. So okay. Yeah, they didn't get into any details, at least not with me, on what that was. But he had an excused absence for personal reasons. Perfect. Uh, we have a vet mini camp coming up in about another week or so, right? Is that right? Uh, let's see the dates, y'all. You know, I got these dates. Yeah. Uh, well, um, let me just tell y'all the dates while I have while, while I'm here. 
um, OTAs. So mm -hmm. I can tell you, media can go to OTAs on May 24th and May 31st. Mm -hmm. um, can y'all so we'll see you? We'll, yeah, we'll see you after that. Yeah, we can see you. We got you. Okay, so let me just, um, I'm going to just go ahead and give y'all the schedule because I probably need it too. Um, May 24th, and I'm looking up stuff from last summer that's sad. Um, I got y'all. Hold on one second. I'm going to pull it up. You got you. Um, OTAs are May 23rd through the 25th and May 30th through June 1st. Media can only be there May 24th through the 31st. Veteran minicamp is June 6th through the 8th and June 6th, 7th, and 8th are open to the media with June 8th being the day that's subject to change. Hmm. Okay. So, and then we start a uh... Or the vacations or things like that and hope that no one gets in trouble. That's that down period where you just want to hear no news about your team. There you go. Before we get to late July mm -hmm. and everybody gets ramped back up for um mini for for camp and everything like that. And yeah. So with the news of the schedule coming out, right? And then the news of mm -hmm. us having our ownership, we're all everyone's excited. Everyone's ready to go. I have to ask you which part of the schedule gives you the most pause. Let me look at it. <laughs> um, I'm like laughing at myself. I'm exhausted, um, but I'm happy to be here with y'all because <laughs> it's different than all the stuff that I've been doing all day. Um, it's always the end of the schedule for me, to be quite frank with you, right? I said I felt like this schedule looked very similar to last year's schedule. Almost exactly. Almost mm -hmm. exactly the same. It's that late by, it's the Thursday night football against the uh the Bears. The Bears, yep. Um, just a lot of similarities, I felt like, right? Mm -hmm. Um, and it's just the end of the schedule. It's it's the end of the schedule. Um that just gives me that angst of, and then it's the short week, right? Which is technically the yep. end of the schedule, right? Where it's the Giants and then the Cowboys on Thanksgiving. Right. Already oh. in my mind, oh. must-win situations. Um, you know, all of them are must-win situations for me. I'm like, until you get in the playoffs, like you're in and you have stamped, your position and your seating in the playoffs, they all must win to me. We know everybody's not going to go undefeated, but I, it's just um, they had a, they got a huge opportunity to start out strong. Yeah. At the top of the season, right, with the cards and the Broncos. Because week three, you got the Buffalo Bills. And I know if you all watched the draft like how I watched the draft, the Bills had a very good draft. Mm -hmm. Yes. The Bills yes. have a very good draft. I and was they got a strong draft. fan base. They got a strong fan base that will definitely show up. They'll be there. They'll be there. I have a colleague now that we we um, connected and got really cool at the combine, and the Bills Mafia will be there, which will be interesting because of all of the excitement that yep. Commanders fan base is going to bring. Right, it's, it's going to be good. It's going to be very very good. So, you know. They got to start out strong. I'm thinking like two and zero because then they go to Buffalo. I mean, the Buffalo comes uh, to, to come to us, and then it's the Eagles, right? The Eagles away, and then it's another short week. 
because yep. the Eagles, then the Bears. Yep. Mm-hmm. On prime time. Um, and, 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 hey, games you're supposed to win, win them. Right. Yeah. You know, if you're the better team, beat them. Yep. That's how I feel about that. Um, it was another question. Somebody asked me, oh, how is – how, Yep, there it is right there. How is, how is EB different down. from Scott Turner? Let me uh, put my phone down for this one. <laughs> uh, and you got five minutes. You got five you minutes. Can, you can, you can, you know that EB is there. Do you understand okay. what I'm saying? Yeah. You know he's there. You heard him. <laughs> Loud and clear. Okay. Okay, good. Uh, I know I would look around sometimes like, well, where's Scott? I would look around for people. Like, where? Yeah. You don't have to look for EB. Good. You'll hear him first. Nice, nice. Okay. Well, we saw, we saw him, we saw him tell the guys that they had a, a good first practice. It was only the beginning, and he has he had them break them down. So now we know, like the players are responding to him, and it seems like they're responding in a good way. Um, I mean, yeah, I mean the rookies. I mean, everyone's happy. I'm, I, <laughs> I think so. Anyway, the the folks that are out there, because I didn't see any of the veteran players. You right. Know right, right. But I will say that I also saw Eb interact with a couple of players during the position drills. Like if he went, if he walked over to the running backs, so if he walked over to the tight ends, or if he went over to go check out the offensive linemen, and he was talking to people about their first name. Nice. So I think those two things are some huge takeaways that I want to share with you all, which is you can hear them before you actually see them. And in terms of difference between EB and Scott Turner and that I know I heard him call. Maybe he knows those players. He has interest in them, but they're they're part of his offense. Right. So running back where I was standing, you know, running back, tight end group, offensive lineman over there and anyone that he wanted to directly give feedback to in that moment, he called them by their first name. That's wonderful. Okay. So I'm not gonna be able to sneak my, I'm yeah. not gonna be able to sneak my, uh, my yeah. baseball question in. But I was, I was a little late, so I always give y'all time if I'm late. I, I, I told you 30 minutes, so yeah, yeah. I, but I know you told me you had a hard out too, so yeah, I had to move okay. everybody back. It's fine. Okay, so my my question is this: um, you've you've been around, you've seen Sam work, right? The local yeah. media has seen Sam work. The national media is pretty much writing Sam off, mm. right? So uh, give, give us a reason why they should watch out for Sam. The last game of the season. Speaking on it. I mean, I don't, that wasn't a farce. That wasn't, that wasn't, that wasn't just because the Cowboys played poorly that game. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. And, you know, it's, it's difficult being in the in the commander's market because the only the thing that is most important from a national perspective let me just go ahead and say it as part of local media is the sale right it's the sale in chase young's fifth option Mm -hmm. okay it was carson wentz last year because it was carson wentz right? right so here comes sam howell who nobody really knows anything about really and everyone will say, well, that last game of the season didn't matter because technically it didn't, right? The Cowboys were already in the playoffs. The Cowboys had a horrible game that game. But they'll just completely not even pay any attention to the commanders at all because they weren't in the playoffs. So it's just like, okay, well, you know, it, they'll write it off too because Dallas beat Tampa Bay, right, in right. that first round. So they'll just completely write it off like it wasn't real. 
but that was real. Mm-hmm. That was Sam. Go back and watch the film. Go back and watch the tape. That was Sam. I agree. And that is how the players and the team respond to Sam, right? Knowing the inner workings of just, yes, Taylor could have closed out that season, but for what? Right? I mean, you didn't want him to finish it out to try to make the playoffs, so there's no need in in, in getting him to, you know, just from a fan favorite perspective, give him that that go against the, the Dallas Cowboys. You give who who we all we already knew, yeah, who your next quarterback is going to be. Just go ahead and give him the football because it's his now. Right. And so I think people need to go back and watch that game. Not because it makes you smile because the commanders beat the Cowboys and what people will always say is a meaningless game, but that was Sam Howell. And Sam is bringing more energy. He was at the uh, commander's draft party. Right, eighty-eight saw him there, and and just watching he and Jahan together, they're already you know they already have good rapport. All those guys, right? right? But I could tell the difference in Sam and just his swag. I'm gonna always call it swag. I said, yeah, Sam, Sam QB one, and he know he QB one, mm-hmm. and he okay with being QB one, and he ready for it. He ready for it. He ready to roll. I could tell, and how he moved, and so I'm just like, oh, okay, and hey. Maybe sometimes it's better when they're not checking for you. Right. Right. Maybe it's better. Right. That's true. That way, when they're not checking for you and they already writing you off. But that last game, and I'm not saying it because I'm there with it. Well, no, I am saying it because I'm there all the time. It was a real game. It was, it real. was real. If, if we really be honest, it was real for the Cowboys too. They played bad that day. They didn't have a good day, and it wasn't because they didn't care. They just did not do well that day. They mm-hmm. were off, right? And so, I really think yes, the national media is writing Sam off, but they're not there. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. that's why I'm just you know, and I don't mind saying that very directly and frankly, they're not there, and they're not watching the film because if you're watching the film. Yeah. You would see it. It's there. Yeah, I'm. I'm, I'm excited to see what he's going to do. Free football, but I can tell. I can guarantee you this: offensive coordinator, assistant head coach Eric Bieniemy wouldn't have went with them. Mm. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. It, yeah, it, it would have been a no. Why are we doing That's this? Jacoby Brissett, right? You were still going to bring on others, you know, to be your third string, you know, because you need that depth. Right, but he wouldn't yeah. come on. He's been dealing with Patrick Mahomes, and that's I'm not saying he's Patrick Mahomes. But what I am saying is, if he didn't see it, he would have moved on, right? With no right. issues because he didn't pick Sam. Mm-hmm. Okay, when, you feel what I'm saying? He wasn't here, yeah, yeah, he wasn't I, here. I want to piggyback off of that. It's so true. That last game of the season was not a surprise to those who know. I have been saying this about Sam the entire season. From OTAs, I was like, oh, there's something with him. She there's was saying it. special about him. And then when he won, people were like, oh, my God. the rook-. No, that's not a surprise. That's him. But I do have a question, if we can go back real quick. 
to the, the rookie minicamp, was there one player that really caught your eye and kind of shocked you <laughs> at, at rookie camp? T- tell us who, just the one player that had like a standout and everyone kind of was like, oh, who is that? What's going on? You know. Jadakus Bonds Jadakus. from Hampton University, the mm-hmm. wide receiver. I'm telling you, everybody was like, wait, wait, wait. What school does he go to? Hampton University. Of course, if you would be loud on that part. He would be very loud. It's the very fake. loud. It's I'm the fake. That. But, but, but that was the that was the dark horse of the OMG. Who was that? Mm-hmm. Then folks started finding clips from the um Shrine Bowl mm-hmm. when he was there and was doing all those incredible catches there. I mean, do they need another receiver? Not necessarily. But I mean, no, that's, that's not true. You, know? you got mean, three. You got three. You got, yeah, because they don't have, yeah, because well, don't count the army anymore. Don't no, I me. don't. I do not. He, he doesn't. He doesn't. You have, don't you have, fun, please, please, you have single please. digit catches for a whole year. Please. I don't I count you. I get what you I understand what you're saying. He yeah, I'm, I'm many targets though. You can call, I don't care. You can call oh me. God. You could say, I'm Janet Jackson on this one. What have you done for me lately? Well, happy birthday to her. Right on yeah, time. it is her birthday today. It mm-hmm. is Janet's birthday today. Right on time. My namesake for those who yeah. don't know. So, <laughs> so, so I, I'm going to give it I, on for Friday. I'm going to definitely give it to uh, Jada Kiss Bonds as a name that you don't hear. Emmanuel Forbes, you ended up hearing his name because he got All a big. Right. Uh, you're gonna see a bit from KJ Henry. That was my favorite draft pick. Nobody asked me who my favorite draft pick was, but I wanted to tell y'all anyway. Mm-hmm. That was my favorite draft pick. I, okay. I was when I saw that they traded up, I said it that I said, and it better be to get KJ Henry, and it was. So I, mm-hmm. said, yeah. I, wasn't, I was at the draft party, so I didn't know like what the inner workings of what was happening. So mm-hmm. once I saw they traded up, I said. KJ, it better be to go get him because I'm not alone. Super impressed with KJ Henry. I'm not alone in my thoughts here. Uh, <laughs> you see what you see what he said. You and John. Yeah, he's said, and he, don't forget Diami and Sam got a connection. Yeah. Well, hey, listen. So maybe that's Diami saving grace to see. Maybe that's it. Maybe, maybe he ball right where he needs it um for Diami to excel, but you know, Diami's been here three years now. This will be his third year, and I'm and I don't see you cannot make the team if you don't produce because there there are some young, hungry guys that want to play with these other three wide receivers because they know they'll get single coverage. And if they're catching the ball, they're catching the ball. And you, if you're dropping the ball, you're hey, this is gonna be a big year for him. Definitely that dark horse. Who I mean, and let's also be clear on. Hey, you started a whole HU fight. You started a whole HU fight in here. Um, Mark and Michelle also don't um forget um Mark and Michelle. He was he played a couple of games like in preseason. Markin was also on special teams. He was the dark horse of training camp last year. So let's just, you know, I'm just throwing out another name. That's All right. Me. Well, listen, I want to thank you for giving us this time. I know you told us you had a hard out. You gave us some extra time. I appreciate yes. it. You know, we always love to have you here. Whenever you're ready to come back, you know, just 
send out the bat signal. You don't even have to send the bat signal. Yeah. Just- it should be do it. Um, we'll 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 check back in either. It could be after all of camp is over because that might take a, not you know a long time, uh-huh. but definitely probably after the thirty first because we do we're there the twenty fourth and then the thirty first and then we're there the week after that. So Roger yeah. that. Right. And we will talk baseball because pretty soon that'll be all we're talking. And listen, I, I got to say the Nationals are doing their thing. And they're much better. Yes. They're, yeah, they're much better than everyone expected. So let's just keep under, uh, what, what does it say, expecting less and getting more. Because I think this is a really be a good turnaround for the Nationals. So thank you, you all for joining us. We really appreciate it. See you all. Thank you. Thank you. That's our uh our NFL insider Seawall right there. Make sure you guys check out Seawall on on uh on YouTube. her uh platform. She's on Bowie TV. Um yeah, she's she has her YouTube channel, she's on Facebook Live, um at Seawall Sports and Entertainment. So make sure you guys check her out as well. Um say it. Let me get my let me get my box back. Let me, what? Move play musical chairs again. Okay, there we go. All right, so um, <laughs> yeah, I need, I need I need my spot back. Okay. Yeah, well, uh, I'm like I'm like Sheldon from The Big Bang Theory. This is this is my this is my spot. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we were talking Ja Morant, right? Mm-hmm. We were talking Ja Morant and pretty much Ja being Ja, a, the dumb dumb uh, that he has said. Uh, we wanted to hear your take on Ja. Um, <coughs> excuse me. Um, I think I think he's he's played himself into a significant uh suspension. Um, the first time it was what five games, eight about five or eight. Yeah, I think he missed eight, five or eight games. I, yeah. I think I think he loses half the season. Yeah, I really do. He's a repeat, because, huh? So, so she right? called him a repeat offender. He's a repeat offender. Yeah, repeat offender. I mean, you you just coming off of a suspension because of you flashing the weapon. And then you got the little incident with the little boy at, at the park who also yeah, said you flashed he, the weapon. Specific he was on giving him the business on the court. He gave Ja the business. NBA players don't take count of getting the business put on them on a basketball court. And now you, I mean, granted, you are on your own time, you know, which you was this time. But you're tarnishing what they like to call the shield. They're going to protect the shield no matter what. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be on the NBA to investigate. I, I mean, I almost feel sorry for the guy. You I know, don't. Because after the first time, you had to go talk to the commissioner. Yep. You know, that should have been look. Y'all can't do no 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 lie with me in the car. Me in the area. No more lies. You know, or oh, I need to know ahead of time. It don't make a difference. He knew it was lying in the first place. Again, there's nothing wrong with you being a weapon carrier. Many of us are. Yeah. Why advertise? Yeah. Right. Yeah, we don't, they we don't find act- out. When they run up on you and don't realize you have it. Right. Yeah. That's the best one. Hold on. How about this one? How about this one? How about this one? Say it. And maybe you've seen this movie. Maybe you haven't. 
We use these, son. You win some. Yeah, he's little old dog. That's who he is. He keep pulling out his gun. You win some, you lose some, but you learn, but you live to fight another day. How about that? Yeah. He is old dog. Say, did you see Friday? Yeah, I yeah, we know you didn't see white men can't jump. No, I but still ain't old dog. And then for those who don't know, pick where old dog come from. Old dog come from Minister Society. That's where and, he, he being. Yeah, old. yeah, I, I got him. I told him. I said it's the she, it's the logo, not the shield. Yeah, I got him. I got you. I got you. Uh, yeah, it's the logo. But I don't said you but, said that you feel sorry for Ja. I don't feel sorry for Ja. I'm gonna tell you why I don't feel sorry for Ja because Ja knows better. And and as a parent, as a parent, all we can do is know what we taught our kids and hope that when they're in a position that they hear our voices in their head. Right. Have you, have you seen his father? I'm speaking, but I'm speaking from a mature father standpoint here. Well, we right? don't have that. No. Uh, yeah. Well, uh, of course. Mr. Trying still, to play Shannon Sharp? No. But, <laughs> still, you know but, still, but hold on, hold on. Wait, wait, wait. Say it. No, no, no. Don't, don't go there. Because I'm gonna tell you right now. If Shannon Sharp is on, if my son is playing on the NBA court and Shannon Sharp's over there running his mouth, I'm gonna try to fight him too. It's a heckle. It's it, 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 there's no law saying you can't heckle nobody. There is not. There's not one. But I'm, there's I'm, no I'm law saying you can't help him about. Yeah, he didn't touch him. He didn't put his finger in his face. There is no law. If you Same. can't stand for somebody to talk trash to you, you need to find another job. Hey, but his job is apparent. I mean, that's that's what it is. But listen, no, but I, I feel what you're saying. Man. What you mean to tell me if your daughter playing in the WNBA and somebody heckling her, you're not you're not about to put feet. You're not. I yeah. think that this was a one-off pick. That's no, not what happened. I, I got you doing something. I, I know. I know. We ain't got a problem. But once they touch it, then hey, all gloves is off. But I got then, you. even still, this is not this is not a one-off. He's always doing something. His father has always done stuff. His father and and the same and the same kid that was in the car with him, th both of them. This ain't the first time. Remember, he was he was trying to fight uh, one of the Pacers players. All right, they yeah. waited for him outside the locker room. This is the same yeah. kid that was going live. This is that that same right. But same you, dude. I'm not blaming that kid. He, I, I saw well, the video. I'm, no, I'm not blaming him. I'm not. I'm blaming Ja, and I right. don't feel sorry for him. I, um, and I just want, want y'all to understand, I do not feel sorry for him because, for one, you get to play a child's game and make tons of money. A child's game and make tons of money. It's just like Kwame Brown said. Yeah, You're Kwame. an NBA young boy fool. Yeah. What do you call him? What do you call him? What do you call him? What do Kwame call him? It was something it, like that. NBA young boy fool or something. Yeah, NBA young boy fool, right? Mm -hmm. Because... Man, come on. Listen, listen up to people that know that are that are saying stuff to you. Gilbert Arena said, Hey man, maybe you should put your guns down. Maybe you shouldn't be flashing your guns. Of who? all people. Who? Of all yes, yes you heard who? the man. Let, let me tell you. Say Gilbert if, Arenas? if Gilbert the man who brought a gun into the locker room to threaten somebody about his money, hey, it told him, it told no. him which one if, you, which one if you want. Gilbert tells you to put your gun down, then there is a problem. Okay? You might want to put your gun down. <laughs> then you right. know there's a problem if Gilbert told you to put your gun down. Come on now. <laughs> he said John Moran about to be an Uber driver. <laughs> you, I mean, hey, the way he's Justin, no, you can't be because you they're gonna do a background check. Oh, you, you can't even be an Uber driver. Yeah, you can't even be an Uber driver. So maybe oh, hey, do y'all think do y'all think that the answer may be a change a change of scenery for John Morant? 
Does John ja Morant need to go to Utah? It doesn't matter. They didn't do Seymour. You in the car. Question, you and your friend are in the car. Why do you have your gun out? It doesn't. The, the, it's not the scenery. It's you. Yeah. I can drive down the street and not pull a gun out. Really? Can you? I can. Yep. Especially not on live. I can. I can go live and not pull a weapon out. <laughs> I, I've been live and we haven't pulled a gun out. <laughs> so you understand? It's not the scenery. No, you're no, but you. I'm not sure because we know that you're really a bully. What he need oh, is to start dropping some knuckleheads that's rolling with him. How about that? That's what, what I was waiting for everybody to, to say. But see, that's that's what I, I saw his friend react in a different way than he did. His friend acted as if, oh no, like you pulled your gun out. Let's let's hide this or let's turn the camera or something. You know, he was just like, hey, like like it was nothing. That come on now, you got to do better. All right. So I think I think we pretty much. Uh, Put jaw on the front lines uh, with live rounds flying by his head. That doesn't sound um, very good. No, no, no. I, I understand what he's saying here. I do, but I don't. You like want to play? He's saying basically, okay. You want to play with guns? Then how about you go serve your country for a little bit? Let some of these bullets whiz past your head and see if you want to come home and play with guns. I, I understand exactly what you're saying. Mm -hmm. uh, oh my god. Uh, Drew said he about to go work for Instacart. He can't. You gonna go? You not sending this man to the house? First of all, anything that yeah. you out of it, he done show he can't drive down the street without pulling his gun out, and we gonna have. I can tell you somebody give you a reference. Hey, <laughs> hey, Johnson, I'm watching live right now. I don't have my gun out. <laughs> he said he don't have his exactly. gun out. Right. He don't have we're, his gun out. We're live. All right, yeah, we are live. I better not pull a gun out. I'm gonna say, say, what are you doing? Oh, stop. Look, look, say, okay. If Ant was here, he'd try to give his lady viewership up, he'd pull a shirt off, right? But that ain't a gun. You might say, no, 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 you leave your shirt on. No, say it, no, say it. All right, listen, let's switch topic, okay? Since if your name is Josh. Or Harris this Saturday, and you're in the Bowie area, wear your commander's gear, or you know, and or if your name is Josh or Harris, you get in free to the Bowie, uh, the Bowie baseball game, right? Let's talk about Josh Harris, all right? Yeah, let's talk about. Him. So the 76ers were in a win or go home situation, and said, "I still need that picture." <laughs> we talked about oh, it. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. No, no, I thought you already had. No, you're supposed to look for I gotta it. Look to see, look. Yeah, yeah, all right, all right, so, I gotta look and see, man. All right. All right. Yeah, y'all enjoy a segment that we haven't done yet, but we'll talk about it. Y'all <laughs> enjoy it. All right. So, uh, the 76ers uh, came up small in game seven. Uh, Doc Rivers, I told y'all, Doc had a comment. He said, uh, don't worry about winning. And it's apparent they did not worry about winning, right? And his full comment to be to be truly transparent, he said, "Don't worry about winning, play the right way." That was his full comment. Don't worry about winning, play the right way. Well, they didn't. James Harden disappeared. Joel Embiid not so great, and the rest of the Seventy Sixers decided not to guard Jason Tatum who came alive because at first he was the one that was missing in this series. Mm -hmm. Jason was, uh, Brown was there. He showed up 
they and they, they 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 let Jason do his thing, and so they're sitting at home. Well, their consequences for losing. Our owner, our soon-to-be owner of the Washington Commanders, mm-hmm. right? Um, and I say our, but because you know, say it's a. Uh, no, he's not a fan of ours. He's, he's a he's a Georgia North fan. Yeah, he's an Eagles fan. Like, he's, he's an Eagles fan. Right. I'm so Josh Harris fired Doc Rivers. Oops. Right. Right. So Doc doesn't have to worry about winning for the next two years with the 76 but he will be collecting a check. Mm. So my question about Josh Harris is, is this the type of owner we want that holds coaches to a high standard? <laughs> Look, she's ready to go. She's ready to go. Like, is this the type of owner that we want that, uh, that cares about winning in the second round of the playoffs. Is this the type of owner that we want that is not worried about marketing or, uh, Hey, what can we do this week to bring the fans in? Or do we want the type of owner we had lately who, uh, took trips to Vegas, who, uh, left his wife at home, who had a private jet and had incidences at trying to get people to join the mile high club. And you um, on the private jet, but go ahead. Listen, listen, he throws a heck of a party. Terrible owner. I'm going to keep telling y'all that. <laughs> heck of a party. Terrible owner. Okay, uh, it looks like we have a raised hand in the back corner over there. Uh, Lady A, yes, go ahead. Okay, so what I'm gathering <clears throat> is that had this sale gone through a year before, later on in our season, You're Absolutely right, John. We would have had a new coach when somebody i'm not gonna name any names forgot that we were playing for the playoffs mm. i feel as though i saw a meme where you know somebody was like kind of like looking out their side eye and they were like ron when doc got fired <laughs> I need to see that one. this is now your new boss right Right. And he fired someone for less. So you got to go. Hey, Noel Notes. What's up? Good evening. Who actually in the playoffs? Yeah. 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 You are. You couldn't even make it there. So you you couldn't make it there and you didn't get fired. And now your new boss fired somebody for less than what you did. Oh, you might want to get it together this season. Or guess so, what you're gonna do. So that means the pressure is really on, right? Mm-hmm. See it, you know, being an Eagles fan, how do you feel about this? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wrong bird, my bad. See it being oh, a that's the wrong bird. That's the wrong the other dirty bird. See it being a Falcon good. fan. <laughs> I mean it? it's it's I mean it's, it is what you want. I mean, you know, despite what people's uh think and say, you want you want an owner to hold the head coach accountable for what's going on. It being, I mean, although they were in the in the uh, playoffs, it was a third year in a row that they've been ousted in uh, the Eastern uh, semis. Same place, you know, yep. three years in a row. So you know, the owner thought that, hey, you know, maybe this is far as he's going to be able to get us. We got to go somewhere else. You know, un- unfortunately for Doc, you know, he had Harden who who went back to witness protection. It is what that it is. Part. 
Say that part again. Say it. Where did he go? James Harden Mm. went back to witness protection. Wow. In big games, I mean, people. nobody wants to hear this. And then we all have somebody, well, you know, he said, no, no, no. When he was in Houston with CP3, CP3 was dinged up. We need Harden to do what Harden had did all year long to win the scoring title. Go out, put up 40. They had no answer for CP3. We make it to the playoffs, uh, beating Golden State. How many points did Harden score? 13. They lost. Last night, we need Harden to go out and be the Harden that showed up in games one and two mm-hmm. when, when Embiid was hurt. Yeah. You know, and we needed points. You know, five and 45 points. He will make with his protection. Eight <laughs> points. <laughs> this, this is a game seven. Yeah. We're going to go home. Right. Indeed. And it's, it's, it's like, I ain't got no energy for this. Yeah. What? Well, do you think he was burnt out, said? Not for somebody looking for a max contract, he wasn't. You're right. I'm with you there. I just wanted to know. I wouldn't give it to him, but somebody's going to be close to it. Yeah. Because you know when he gets to the playoffs, he's going to disappear. You can't have that. you got to have a player who shows up in the playoffs and pushes your team to the next level. That's what they uh, thought it was getting when they got when they made that trade for Hart. So not a big three, not a big three, but a big two is what it is really right now, right? Because hmm, you got LeBron and AD, you got uh, the Joker and pretty much everybody because the Joker is a, a center point, a point center, right? Uh, you got <laughs> Jimmy Butler and whoever wants to come play with him today. He's like, hey, Jimmy's like, I got now. And, and I'm taking on the whole team. Anybody, he don't even ask who got his back. It's just when you want to come, he'll invite you. He's good with it. Mm-hmm. So I, I feel you. It's not a big three. You don't need another person. You need a dog. You need a dog to be out there scrapping and punching. And and, and like you said, the beard tucked his beard and, and went back to witness protection. Went back to witness protection. So as, as a... As a Commanders fan, I know that it's literally um, too close to the season for them to make any big changes, right? Right. right. Um, my question to everyone in the chat is, what would you like to see done first once the new ownership group has been uh, – approved by the by the league and they can actually start doing things with us as fans with the team what's the first thing that you guys want to see done uh-uh, uh, it's a family and, and you gotta tell the people in the chat who not because you know what they're gonna say they're gonna say something crazy no nah, no nah, yeah we, we're a family show so you know before no, no, you no, i mean in. a family meeting this is the, you're asking a question for a commander's fan we got all these other people in the chat. Yeah, yeah, we do. We do, but we know we will be able to sift them out real quick. Like I'm going to let y'all know we gonna, we looking. Yeah, Teddy this, is, this is This is up. Uh, you blinked. Uh, please disclose your ratchet shames. Your ratchetness in the chat. Thank you. Disclose your ratchet. Disclosure, disclosure. Okay. First step is probably to hire, hire a GM. Announce the name change. <laughs> by next year announce the name change by next year 
Uh, oh. Teddy E said hire a real GM. Hi, oh, yeah, yeah. Teddy E, Teddy E's what they call him. Uh, we, yes, Noel notes. Yes, Cowboy fan. He wasn't asking you that question. No, no. See, yeah, we know. We knew Cowboy fans is in here. We Hey, and listen, Noel, we appreciate y'all being in here. Matter of fact, we got something special for Cowboy fans on Thursday as well. So, yeah, you're a Cowboys fan, man. Listen, we welcome everybody. Just keep your ratchetness in the corner. You know? <laughs> yeah. Hey, that, that name change, uh, John? They're going to they gonna make them either have to buy back that, that the uh, stuff they already built, I mean, have made, or or get it to sell down to a certain point before they allow them to change, change uh, right. logos. Hey, Drew was a, a Cowboys fan. He said Fox the stadium, but he actually means fix fix the stadium. Uh, uh he said, you know, that's the stadium closest to here. So if he wanted yeah, to go see his team, he but is, which is, because but if you got if if y'all have heard any news today, y'all already y'all should already know there's a hundred million dollars that the, the Harris group is already gonna do to upgrade the stadium. And they talking sound system TVs and some other things being fixed in the stadium as soon as they're able to do stuff. So they got a hundred million dollars already uh stashed away to fix some of the stadium and and just just know that fedex field may not be fedex field it may be another name and we all know once a name goes up on the side of a building a stadium or anything that company has dropped a lot of money into it mm-hmm. yep and so, it, it'll be there for a while. Whatever. If they change the name of the stadium, it'll be there for a while. And Noel okay. knows it. They are a lot of people are still talking about uh, the RFK site for the old stadium. A lot of people are still talking. So. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I know. I know where they're from. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, I saw I saw a name change. I saw hire a real GM. Uh, yeah, Droop. I know you're driving. Fix the stadium. Uh, fix the stadium. Play in uh, DC. Yep, play in DC's another one. Uh, what what would you like to have them do, um, Lady A? I all of the above that's been said. I, I would appreciate fixing the stadium. Um, we I would like for us to to be back in DC. If you look at the rest of the teams. You know, you got the Nats, you got the Defenders, United, you have um, all of these teams that are even um, the Washington Castles, who a lot of you may not know, but that's our tennis team. They play at um, GW um, a lot of times. So it's, you know, bring it back to D.C. That would be wonderful. But I would like to see some some more cultural changes within the organization. I understand that they were trying to clean up a lot, but they have a long way to go. They really do. Um, me myself, so we want uh, some my, changes. Me, I'm 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 really simple. And listen, and and it's not what what I'm about to ask for is probably n- not needed, not going to happen or whatever. But how about you address the fans? And tell us your goals and what you want. And you tell us the same thing that you tell everyone that you meet with the minute you buy you buy the team. Hey, my goal is to bring a championship here. And how do we do that? And you lay it out. Mm-hmm. And you tell the fans, hey, bring bring your energy, 
bring your we're gonna need you but bring your energy we're gonna do our part we're gonna do everything that we can to bring a winner to you and then just live up to it yeah right don't tell us don't tell us about it like i talked about that last time right don't don't tell us about it go do it yeah. get those get those details ad addressed but you know come out and tell us hey we happy to be the new owners and all that the new ownership group, but we really want to show you guys how much, you know, we know y'all are passionate about it. And we're going to put that same yeah, passion back that. out. If they really want to show you how passionate it is, they'll come in and slash all the prices on everything out in there. The food, the beer, the drinks. Slash the prices like they do in Atlanta. Trust me. I don't get all the love you want. I don't pay hey. so I don't know, but I'm going to tell you this. Pick most of the time, that's what they they get. Well, not for everybody, but they do have mumbo wings in the stadium. But hey, mumbo wings in the stadium, let's go. <laughs> but um, truthfully, they do address the fans, um, like and and that's that's a, a common thing. But sometimes people don't know, so I will keep my ear to the ground to to let you know if that does happen. Like when they change the name to the Commanders. After they changed the name, well, first of all, they invited fans and they had some kind of party. But then after they changed the name, they scheduled a meeting with a lot of fans. A lot of people didn't know about it, but they did schedule a meeting to kind of explain that process. No, that that that, that was a meeting full of lies because I, and I, mean, I know, I know, I know. Pick, I'm just telling you that it's customary. Oh, no, no, that was a meeting Meet full of lies. I, but that's, still, that's had a, old, still had the old ownership. Okay, I'm saying yeah, and they they spoke directly to they spoke directly to, and I'm not, I'm not calling you one of them. Late. I'm not putting you in that category. But there are certain fans that we all know. That they they use, mm, yeah, you're right, you're right. There are certain fans that they People use. Say, I didn't go to it because I didn't want to hear. It. But right. and, and they they put them lies out there and they, like, it, it, I tell you what, I tell you like this: if if a a credible reporter doesn't say what they're saying, they go to another reporter and give them something. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah. Right, because. I, I'm not gonna put that out there. I'm not putting my name beside that, you know. And and you and you can figure out who I'm talking about. And I'm just gonna tell you who I'm not talking about. I'm not talking about John Kime, and I'm not talking about JP Finley. They they not running with no BS. But there are other guys that run with a lot of BS, right? And they give it to them and they put it out there. No, so so when you say that they talk, they talk to fans. No, nah, I don't. I don't want them to talk to some fans. I want them to talk to all of us. I want so them to talk me, to. Let me tell ones. you this. When they talk to fans, sometimes I do go to some of these little meetings and functions and things. When they talk to fans, it's not always, well, the previous ownership, it was not always well received. Okay. I've literally seen them boo Tanya, you know, once yeah. they started booing <laughs> Tanya, yeah. I was like, oh, like they're bad. not playing. So, it's and bad, I think yeah. I first y'all, I was like, they out here booing Tanya. So, yeah. It's, I turned the volume up on the TV. <laughs> so it's like, you know, you, you have to understand that they do try, no matter who the ownership is, that is, that's customary. Like you're supposed to meet with your fans. Without your fans, you have nothing. Yep. When the fans stopped coming to the stadium, what happened? All of a sudden, it's, it's not a coincidence that all of a sudden, 
you know, Dan had to start borrowing money. He was uh, robbing Peter to pay Paul. And he was like making these bad deals left and right and all kinds of stuff. Like he, it, no, all of that, that's not a coincidence. That happened because he started to lose his fan base. Right. You right. Need your fan, that's literally how you make your money is your fan base. So right. keep that hey, that in there. And, and these are smart people. They know what, what to do. Hey, say it. I'm going to need you in a second to get your, uh, Uh, your uh, your joint you had on yesterday. Oh, my chain. Yeah. All right. Um, like- yeah, I'm gonna need you to hurry up though. You had to get. You had to grab that. All right. Um, this is what well, I said. Going to grab something. Uh, Lady A. This this right here is for me and you. All right. Okay. This is, what, what is this? This is you and I. All right. <clears throat> If you could wish for fire Jason Wright. <laughs> yeah, he says he want I, I changed my mind. I want him to fire Jason Wright. Um I can understand. If you could see into the future and figure out who was due for a big season for the commanders, who would that person that you would want to see have a huge year be? For this season? But this season coming up, and y'all answer that question in the chat too. Who would you like to see a big season from for from the commanders this year? So, I mean, I have a list. <laughs> uh, all right, just give me one on the offensive side, one on the defensive side, and give me give me something from special teams. Yeah, let's lay it, let's so lay it that way. Sam is definitely from offense. That's definitely my my person. Okay, that's that's um my person. Um Ruth said Sam real fast. Right. I mean, but that's that's I don't know. I, I'm I believe that's Bruce's answer, but if you heard me this whole season, you know I would say Sam. So <laughs> Sam definitely. Um I really want to see this upcoming season. I really would like to see, and, and this is a personal thing. I want to see Chase have a, a break, a, a really, really good season. And here's the reason why. All this talk about people wanting to cut Chase. And I... <laughs> <laughs> What's up, she I dog? am not from Sutton. <laughs> she don't what is wrong with you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't live in Suitland, never have lived in Suitland. going to put you from Suitland. <laughs> saying that. But um, I really want Chase to do well because I don't want him to go. I understand if they cut him or trade him or whatever the case may be, I, com- I understand. But I don't want him to go, so I just want him to step up. I want him to step up. I want him to have an amazing season. I would like to see that. So that's, those, that's my offense... And, oh, special teams. Okay, I'm. I don't care about none of. I want to see Tress Way. That is my third person. Tress Way. Okay. He is. He is like one. Of, I'm gonna be real with you. This is a. Um, it's a secret, y'all. Don't tell everybody. So Tress Way is one of my favorite players. He is talented. However, every time I go to the team practices or OTAs or something, 
kind of what um good luck road dang they just gonna be dirty in the in the chat i'm the mayor of good luck road apparently but um he has like when when candy i'm sorry when seawall was talking about earlier when she said eric the enemy um knew people by name that's trustway he's at otas he's helping out i mean because he he is that that much kicking that you're gonna do and he's he's a good kicker like well kicker punter he can he can actually do it all but he's helping out he's running around he's hyping his teammates up he knows everybody not just by name but he knows what school they came from as well every single person on the team he's engaged he knows his team i really like him as a as a player he's like literally my favorite player all right so, so here here's my list of here's my list of what i want Mm -hmm. I would like for Terry McLaurin to have that's a good uh, one. Uh, uh, close to a hundred catches in the in the high nineties. Okay, All right? Because if he does that, that means that Sam is heckin having a heck a heck of a year because Terry mm -hmm. ain't throwing the ball to himself. True. So I'm already telling you that I want Sam to have a, a to do well. Yeah, right. So I, I want Terry to have like a 1,300 yard season. And double-digit touchdowns. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. On the defensive side of the ball, I want Cam Curl to be an All-Pro safety. I can see that. I want Cam Curl to be an All-Pro safety, and I, I, I just want to keep Cam in the back end because I think he's a very smart, smart young man. I think that he um, plays hard. I think he plays well, and I think his teammates really love him. Mm -hmm. uh, I think that they actually play harder when he's there and, and trust him. I think they trust him. As far as special teams go, the reason I asked for a special teamer is because this. I want our kick returner slash punt returner, whoever that is. Mm -hmm. There you go. Right there. To be the player of the month mm -hmm. for every month during the season. I'm with it. I need that player, that kick returner, or special, the kick returner or punt returner to be mm -hmm. battling with the kickers around the NFL to the point where they do not want to punt to them or kick mm -hmm. to them, and yeah. they are literally trying to avoid them. Because what we had last year with Tressway, man, I'm mean, not Tressway, but but uh, Dak Milms, mm -hmm. that, I don't – come on, man. I, and, and we can go back and look. I, I, I wanted him to be the, the, the wide receiver that was back there doing this because I thought that he would do better, but then he got into the game. It was something totally different. So mm -hmm. yeah, give me give me the special teamer who's going to be the punt returner or kick returner. Mm -hmm. I want at least one kick return or punt return every month because I want them battling with kickers and punters for a special teamer of the month. Um, and and that's, oh, that's what I'm, did you think Antonio did well? Homer Ave. Uh, I I do think Antonio did well when when he was back there, but um, I, I really want Antonio to. I, I really want him. Yeah, I, I really do. And and like we know we have, like what Seawall just said, we have three uh three good wide receivers, right? We got uh Terry, Jahan, and and we have Curtis, right? We're gonna carry at least five to six wide receivers. Mm -hmm. Receiver number four, you gonna have to work your butt off to get on the field. Yeah. Receiver number five and six. Well, you don't know that. You don't know that. You don't know. You do not know this offense yet. 
you, you, you're hundred percent right. But, but under Eric, the last offensive scheme, I would say, yeah, you're right. You don't know the offensive right. scheme yet. Right, right, right. But but, but definitely. You know, well, hold on. You know that uh, Jahan was second for punt return. Yeah, I know he was. He, but, was and, supposed to be first for kick return. Right, 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 right. But so, but I need that Dax to be gone. You, you I'm with see, you. Here, here's my point. Receiver number five and six. You're gonna have to get it on special teams. That's how you make the team. You get it on five. You, you, you make the team. I can see that. All off of special teams, and that when when the special teams coach is saying, "Hey, this person right here is going to be my punt returner, kick returner." Now they start looking at the depth chart and they go, "Well, guess what? He's the punt returner, kick returner. I can't have this wide receiver, right?" And that and 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 secretly, that's a way for me to say, "Deami Brown, you you better be you better step up to be number four, or you better go back there catch some punts and return some kicks. Make the team however way you can, but be productive." Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. So, uh, Homer Ev. I'm not paying attention to them. I'm, I'm not messing with you, sheepdog. How do you know? Apparently, because... I'm the first lady of Lanham. I have never lived there either. <laughs> yeah, oh, well, we're going to find out where you are. Hey, listen. Uh, <laughs> he He's in PG County, though. He is in PG County. At so, least. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, well, all your deep. Oh, the wide receiver. Oh, y'all deep at wide receiver. We're really strong with our first three. Really strong with our first three. Yeah. That's what I can say about that. Nice. All right, say it. So yesterday, me and said was at the uh, Atlanta Braves and Rangers game. Yeah. Right. right? So say it put this picture in our in our chat, and then we went live for a little bit at the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, say yeah. go ahead and we're uh, go ahead and put that thing on. Oh, you talking about you talking about this right here, bro? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So Sam was in the building yesterday, leading the chance. It was yesterday. Oh, I said, do y'all know this is an Eagles fan? <laughs> you were telling on him. I was snitching. I was not. Yeah, I was. I was dry snitching. Oh, there speak was... to that lady. Hey. What he did? I'm glad you brought the devil snitching. Somebody went out there had a nerve to tell this dude I'm taller than him. <laughs> I didn't say that I was taller than you. To stand up. Let me see how tall you are. <laughs> so, Pitt. I'm t- I, I said I was taller than Aunt. <laughs> You're not taller than nobody. I am. You, you and Aunt might be the same height, or you I'm, might be no. slightly taller than him. You might be slightly taller. I'm not slightly tall. Aunt's 5'4. Really? And how tall are you? 5'8. I'm five seven and I'm taller than you. Pick we we've had this conversation. That was a heel. You was on a heel. <laughs> I didn't wear heels. I had chucks. You, you, you were on a heel. You were on a heel. I was wearing chucks. And I, I had on. Lot. I had on. I had on one. In the parking lot of FedEx. The parking lot is not level. <laughs> Where we were, it was. It and wasn't. Uh, well, well, listen. You guys will see this. We're gonna have to have a a, a live height measuring type deal, and John Morant will not be there with his gun. Uh, that's what we're gonna have to do. Yeah, we, we'll have to do it that way. Well, well, you guys will see that Pick is really tall. No, Ant is really small. Do, do you hear this? This said freeze. Oh lord, I like, think said did freeze. That's because all the line that you're doing on here. That's why he froze. Up. froze. He froze. He, I'm, he gonna he gonna bounce back in here in a second. All right. He froze up because you're lying. I didn't, I 
did not have them. No New Balance night nine nine sixes, and they they don't have a heel on them either. He, he had the he had the, the thick solid ones. Mm -hmm. he, you probably had on some sketches. I didn't have no sketches. <laughs> I, I had on some Jordans. Speaking of, I, I, have to, I have to be transparent and true. Yesterday there was a potty foul. Mm. Right? Yeah, I heard about this. Um, something happened to your shoe. Whoa, listen. So, all right, say it's back. Say it. So, so what happened to a shoe? We talk about the party foul. Say that froze oh, again. Oh, oh there, there you go. go. You talk about the party foul, said. So yesterday we sitting there, we having a good time. I'm hollering at the batters, the swing batter. They won't swing. Oh. Nothing but straight, straight knuckle balls and curves going past their head. And all of a sudden, my drink fell. Mm. Mm. And I had, on some, I had on some fresh Air Force Ones. Just said you froze. Yep. He did. So, I said, said he ain't never seen me move so fast. There he goes. He's back. <laughs> said, said he ain't never seen me move so fast. <laughs> I got them shoes so clean real quick. It was crazy. All right, say it. All right. And um, go sit down, John. Go sit all the way down. What? He told me something coming to, to the stage. New Carrollton Mall's finest lady A. Lady A. <laughs> Don't nobody go there. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, I I uh I let I had to get up out of there real quick, get that get that drink off them shoes. Mm -hmm. Um yeah, Denver is doing whatever they want to the Lakers right now. That sounds really bad. It is really bad. 72 <laughs> to 54 at the half. 72 54 at the half. Denver is not faking. Um Said, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right. Okay, listen. Thursday show. <clears throat> Thursday show we have uh we'll have Awad on with us and we'll have uh we'll be getting you guys ready for the Preakness. We'll have two two guys to <laughs> get a set for the Preakness. Uh, we'll have Smoking Joe McKay and Lady A. Who else will we have? Chuck Rico. Chuck Rico from out in Vegas. He'll help us. Uh, we got these guys to help us get ready for these horses, and we will have. What's up, Tommy? And also, we will have the Dallas Cowboys Super Fan of the Year join us. That uh, don't ask me how, but we got the Dallas Cowboys Super Fan of the Year. He's a real awesome guy, Mister Wright. He'll be with us. Um, so make sure y'all check us out on Thursday, and then on next Tuesday we have the one and only Mike Callow, who will be back with us. Uh, oh, okay. We'll have uh, Mike Callow back with us, and we'll talk some Nats, and then we still have our Saturday show to get you guys' pockets ready. Say it. He does. Oh, oh, there you go. No, no, you good. Okay. All right. <clears throat> Thank y'all for watching. Don't forget to uh, like and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Hit that button to enable. Uh, hit the hit the bell to enable alerts for new content just like this. Give us that good thumbs up, and we appreciate each and every one of you guys being in the chat. Saying shouts out to my son, United States Air Force. First screen podcast, second to none. Come get some. Tell him, say it. Go dogs. <laughs> Go 
dogs. Good up, good up.